All right. Hello and welcome everybody to the number one generative AI podcast in the world. Uh, in South Bay, at least. Well, it's not like the number one. It's actually our first one, but you know, you got to have big hopes. So uh, we are technically the biggest and best generative AI meetup podcast, which I think we're the only one. So that makes us number one. Um, so a little bit of a background. You're probably wondering like, who the heck are these guys? Uh, well, I'm Mark. And uh, this is Shashank here, my uh, you know co-host of this uh, podcast. And together, we run the uh, South Bay Generative AI Group. So the South Bay Generative AI Group is a, um, a small uh, meetup group um, in the South Bay, uh, Silicon Valley, uh, some people may call it, um, where we go and meet every Thursday and have uh, various events. So we have some events that are chill where we'll go and just chat with uh, each other at Panera, uh, and then other events that are a little bit more organized. We will go and uh, have speakers. Uh, we um, have ran uh, a couple workshops. Uh, there's been like a, we've been hosted at a few different companies and whatnot, uh, but every, every week, it's every Thursday without fail. So I hope you guys can come. Uh, it's actually been growing to one of the, the larger um, meetups uh, for generative AI, we now have and, and almost meetups in general too. That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we now have one thousand nine hundred ninety-two members. I think so. We're right it up on two thousand coming up real quick. So a big two double triple zero. Yeah. So uh, for this uh, podcast, we're gonna keep it a little informal. In the future, we want to interview people that we meet at the events uh, where we can bring you guys the experts uh, for generative AI. But for today, we're just gonna be trying to introduce uh, the hosts. Yeah, f future you'll get experts. For now, it's just uh, it's just us. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, not exactly experts, but more of enthusiasts, you could say. Um, so, I'm going to be running it today, uh, and I'll be interviewing my co-host, Shashank. So, Shashank, um, let's start a little about you. Um, who are you, and where are you from? Um, yeah, so thanks, Mark. Um, the very enthusiastic co-host to my uh, Genev AI meetup group. Um, I'm Shashank Paradwaj. I am a software engineer at Google. Uh, been working there for about six years on the Nest and Google Home team. Um, before that, I uh, used to work at a couple different startups, um, did my software, uh, computer science and statistics undergrad in Illinois um, and SF State. Um, was, yeah, I mean, uh, I've, I've been enthusiastic about AI for a while um, and it, uh, was mainly in like the um, corporate big data um, behind the scenes, um, and now we're kind of seeing it um, come into the hands of individuals, and we're able to play around with it. Uh, I was able to give my mom and dad uh, ChatGPT, and they're like, "Oh wow, this is you know, uh, this is terrible, but this is also kind of cool in some different ways." So um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Okay. Thanks, Shashank. So I'm curious, why did you decide that you wanted to start like an AI group? Because for the record, it, it wasn't my idea to start it. 
it was Shashank's idea. We were together at a, a mutual friend's wedding, and um, Shashank was just showing me, like, yeah, I happened to make this meetup group. Um, and I just, like, you know, set it at this bar in Sunnyvale. Um, so Sunnyvale is, like, a town in the, the South Bay. It's, like, right by Google's headquarters. Um, and uh, he's like, but don't worry, Mark. Like, I haven't posted it yet. Um, and then, like, you know, we're looking at his phone. It's like, it's like, what? There's already 15 people RSVP. It's like, oh, no, this is a big problem. So it's like, all right. Well, then we called the bar. Like, hey, like, can we can we run an event here? And the bar's like, yeah, okay. Uh, and then, you know, we had the first event there. And it turned out that that was not the right move because, you know, nobody actually drank any alcohol. Um, so it was just, like, me and Shashank just, like, ordering drink after drink after drink. And the rest of the event, all the group members are just, you know, kind of – not drinking just chatting um so we learned and moved to uh panera after that which turned to be like a, a better um location but uh, yeah shashank why did you why did you start it um yeah that's it that's a good question um so i i think it was uh what like may of last year 2023 um we were at uh, russell's wedding um in michigan in the middle of nowhere um, and I had started this group because um, I was interested in stable diffusion, mid-journey, V point something um, in 2022, was it? Um, and I wanted to start the group back then because um, there wasn't really um, anyone tinkering or building things with these tools here. Uh, maybe in SF, but uh, not here in Silicon Valley, the heart of you know startups and whatnot. Uh, but you know, life happened. Uh, I went back to India for about a year. I came back, and uh, boom, we had uh, ChatGPT. The whole world was um, like uh, set ablaze. People were like ushering this as the uh, next iPhone, next internet, uh, maybe even bigger. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, there's, there's got to be something. There's got to be people working on stuff, um, hackathons, uh, meetup groups. Um, and there were to some extent, but all of that was happening in SF. So I started driving back uh, an hour each way from uh, Sunnyvale, South Bay, uh, from work. And I was like, man, I wish, uh, you know, we should, uh, we should do something here. So we started the meetup group, um, or I, I just created a page. And uh, there were, I think, like 300 people uh, who joined the group, um, which didn't have anything on it. Um, it had a blurb that I posted from ChatGPT. No events, um, nothing else. And uh, I was like, Mark, uh, I should probably do something with this. <laughs> um, and yeah, here we are. Yeah. So we've been running the group now for, it's almost been a year now, I think. Yeah, which uh, is May, yeah. yeah, which is pretty crazy. A little under a year, but uh, pretty wild. Um, so Shashank, like now that you've been running it, um, you know the group has been growing. Like, where do you see uh, the group growing in the future? Like, what, what, how do you want to build it? Like, if you know, if I'm a person who's never joined the group before, and I just want to check it out. Like. I kind of got a little idea what to expect from the beginning, but like, you know, what other things that like, do you want to see happen in the future? Like, where do you see the group going? Um, so I guess, uh, what, what do people want from the group? Um, for me, um, 
I could get the best news, the latest news from Twitter, from blog posts, from uh, other podcasts online, uh, news articles, um, way more accurate, way more detailed. Uh, maybe even ask ChatGPT. Like, get all the information I want in an instant. Um, but it's kind of um, hard to maintain momentum in any project um, and have like a holistic uh, understanding of something without another person to bounce ideas off of. So um, that's why I started going to meetups in the first place. Um, there's like a huge concentration of meetups in SF. Um, and uh, that's kind of what I wanted to have here. And I'm hoping to grow that here, hoping to grow a community of um, enthusiasts, of tinkers, of builders, um, and of experts who can be mentors to other people who are interested. Um, so like Mark mentioned, we uh, run this meetup every single Thursday, um, and we have one later today, and we have a couple people messaging me, oh, you know, we're, we're learning about ML, and uh, I'm not sure uh, if it's going to be too technical or, uh, you know, if I might be lost. And I was like, we have a variety of people um, from complete novices, from... Uh, engineers, uh, product people, designers, uh, managers, VPs, um, and experts who work on these LLMs. Uh, there was one guy from Bard. Uh, my, uh, I, I don't know. Like so, it's a variety of people, um, and I think I'd like to continue growing the community and providing value to the community um, in whatever way we can. Yeah, that's great. So, Shashank, what are some uh, interesting projects that you've seen uh, get introduced for you? Because, you know, uh, we all can you know, go on Twitter, we can check Hacker News, we can, you know, see all the ways that we can uh, get all the AI updates. But, like, what are some projects that have maybe been introduced to you through the group that you wouldn't have found through other sources? Ooh, um that's a that's a tricky one because um, uh, I I think you find the best uh, ideas on Hacker News on um, the, the big uh, websites. Um, the interesting ones I've found are tackling problems that are less sexy, um, less uh, obvious. Um, so we we kind of go back and forth about this one. Uh, one of our members is working on uh how, how do you want to say it like uh, an embodied ai um yeah so i think like the way i would describe it because uh, i i think you know i know where you're getting at yeah. um i would call it an ai avatar um so i think the idea is is if you think about ChatGPT, ChatGPT is kind of like a brain floating in a vat in a way where it's like it's not actually like realistic and um you know sure maybe the closest thing to a brain floating in a vat is like stephen hawking or something like that but um you know it's not like the normal human experience like with the normal human experience you can like you know use your arms use your legs you can see things um you can use all your senses right so uh this member uh he argues that um in order to for AI to achieve sentience, uh, you need to be able to have like all your um, extremities, uh, so to say. Like you need to be able to see, you need to be able to feel um, all of these things. Um, is that? Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I think uh, 
what you described uh, is, is like uh, building an AI by creating an environment that most accurately represents the human experience from vision to smells to uh, sounds, uh, putting this uh, character um, in this three-dimensional multi-sensory uh, experience and having that um, character learn. Um, so I, I guess there's a lot of uh, experiments from like NVIDIA and in the gaming industry where you have uh, characters learn uh, movement um, and uh, decision-making, pathfinding, and things like that. Um, so this is kind of like that, um, but maybe more so. Um, I, I think he has some visions on uh, where to take this. And uh, I've had a couple arguments about the marketability uh, of this idea. And um, I think where this might make a lot of sense is in, um, oh, how, do, how do I put it, like uh, industrial applications where you have um, extremely dangerous environments, uh, mission critical systems where uh, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, sounds, smells, temperatures, um, small movements that can um, drastically change the outcome of what you're trying to do. So these kinds of environments, whereas uh, I think he uh, wants just to create AGI out of this somehow. Um, For those that don't know, AGI is artificial general intelligence. Uh, Shashank, can you define AGI? Artificial general intelligence. I'll, I can try, but I want to hear you define it. Uh, that that's a tough one. Um, I think uh, you can argue about semantics uh, a lot. Um, I don't know if people agree on what intelligence is, um, but you can think about uh, ChatGPT as a very uh, narrow intelligence, um, or even taking a step back, like the. Um, Google search autocomplete from five years ago, which was uh, very smart in a very narrow domain of um, suggesting the next uh, few characters for the word that you're typing. Um, so that could be like a narrow intelligence. Um, ChatGPT is a slightly broader intelligence, um, but it's still text-based. Um, it has its limitations. It's still uh, just like a fancy next word uh, autocomplete. Um, so like an artificial general intelligence would be something that is um, intelligent in every aspect, every axis. Uh, it can think, reason, um, remember, and mimic a human being's intelligence uh, as much as possible. Yeah, I, I think you pretty much nailed it. Um, I, like, I mean, I would probably just add on to that, that in a certain sense, the way I kind of view AGI is basically just like the computer is as good or better than a human at pretty much all tasks. Um, and uh, so to get back full circle, uh, this member of our group, uh, his name is Brian. He is creating uh, a project uh, to build this AI avatar, which he thinks, and also I think, uh, Shashank may disagree, but I think uh, that it will um, actually be the kind of the key architecture to uh, achieve like true um, AGI. So his company is called uh, Mind Machine Learning. Um, uh, it is a really, you know, kind of interesting company still uh, in the research and development phase. Um, I think that they are 
working on trying to make it trying to figure out like what exact profit structure they could have uh, so uh, Brian showed me his pitch deck uh, last week um, it looks like he's trying to argue um, or trying to sell it for some video games so the idea would be is like the best NPC that you could possibly have in a video game uh, which I think is actually kind of a neat idea although um, the one thing that is not clear to me is if it will be cost efficient enough because I think that there's gonna be a lot of computing power uh, required uh, to make this happen um, but I don't know Brian seems like a pretty good uh, developer, and uh, he's recruited like a few people to his team which also seem pretty smart so we shall see uh, what happens but uh, I am really interested in that project so that you know to me is one that I find pretty interesting and I think you know Shashank also agrees you, you know I, I didn't know um, he was going the gaming route uh, yeah. I'm really happy about that yeah. um, I think that makes a lot of sense um, and I've seen a lot of other um, companies try to make characters uh, in 3d environments and teach them to move in realistic ways uh, so that's that's that seems pretty exciting. Um, let's uh, let's let's think about uh, some some of the other ones that we've seen. Um, so I I don't remember if uh, we met Martian uh, from Martian AI. Um, we met their uh, founders, where they explained how their model can figure out what kind of a query you're trying to ask and which model would be best suited um, to process that query and do it uh, in a cost-effective way. Um, I don't remember if uh, GPT-4 was there at that time. Um, I feel like at this point uh, you try to use GPT-4 for everything, but it's kind of expensive. Um, and their pitch was, we're going to give you uh, a che the cheapest model every single time that's going to do the best job. Um, and I was like, that that seems like a pretty good idea, especially because uh, from what we understand, GPT-4 is also kind of like a mixture of experts where it routes the query to the best model that can handle it. Um, so that, that one was uh, kind of interesting. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think that was a pretty cool one. So uh, to give even more background on it, the idea would be is they called this sort of like a machine learning router. I, I think that's model what they call router. a model router. That's right, model router. So the idea is, is they would take your question. So let's imagine I asked the question, like I don't know, like I, I can't think of a question. Like summarize this essay, um, summarize my uh, thesis um, into an email that I can, you know, send to my colleagues, and then they would take that text and they would uh, go through uh, their database of models um, using their proprietary algorithm uh, to try to figure out like which um, model was ideal so you know it would go through some of like the big models like BARD or ChatGPT and you know some of the open source ones I think they had like a thousand or so models that it would go through try to find the best one based off of you know the type of uh, task that you had um, the cost um, the speed etc and then return back uh, what it considers the best result so in a certain sense uh, their um, model router was the 
ideal response for your query. In a certain sense, it's the absolute best machine learning model because it has all of the machine learning models uh, together. Um, so they gave a, pre uh, a nice long presentation to our group, which was uh, fantastic. It was uh, Etan uh, was the uh, co-founder and I can't remember the other guy's name, but anyways, that's okay. But uh, yeah, it was a really interesting one. So uh, Martian AI, that was another uh, really interesting uh, project that came to um, our group. Uh, and then Shashank, I, I remember there was actually one more that um, I thought was pretty interesting. Um, it was, and actually this one has turned kind of big. Um, it's Olama. Um, so we were uh, doing a uh, another uh, event at one of the, the venues that we um, tend to host events at every now and then. Uh, it's a law firm called Procopio. They're located in Palo Alto. Uh, they're they're fantastic. Uh, they've been really uh, great stewards to the uh, generative AI community. Um, the um, and uh, we had uh, a few presentations on this day. I think we had three different uh, presenters from uh, different companies uh, give a give a talk at this. And um, uh, the founder of Olama, uh, Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Morgan, he came to me. He's like, Mark, give me like one minute like 60 seconds to talk about this because like you know it was already we were kind of like already like running late on time and uh it's like right, just go on give me this time and then like he does like the most mind-blowing demo in like 20 seconds uh he so uh for background olama is a uh is a project that allows you to download any uh well not any but a lot of the top uh, open source um, models um, using Docker and then run it locally on your computer and interact with it. So like where a lot of the um, AI models have a lot, a lot of setup costs, uh, or I shouldn't say cost, but a lot of time it takes you to like, you know, figure out like, you know, where to download it, how to download it, what, where to set it up, all the hardware requirements, all the dependencies, all this stuff. Uh, here you can just, you know, run like, one or two commands and you can get it running almost immediately um, and it works on like Mac Linux Windows um, oh actually it doesn't work on Windows just Mac and Linux I, I got it running on my MacBook Air um, and uh, it was great um, he I think he had pre-downloaded the model but he showed um, you know interacting with I think it was llama or llama 2 um, within like 20 seconds and uh, I think this project is, you know, really going somewhere. So uh, I, I found a couple bugs uh, initially. I reached out to to Jeffrey. I was like, hey, like, you know, this is breaking on my Mac. You know, he helped me debug it, um, and it seems like uh, it's actually like one of the most popular uh, ways to get uh, some of these model running. Uh, I see it like you know, posted quite a bit on Hacker News and uh, it's got over 30,000 stars now on GitHub. So um, yeah, it all started here. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, like not really. I mean, Jeffrey has, uh, you know, <laughs> he can take all the credit for that. We just gave him a platform for like literally two minutes. Uh, but uh, it, it, that one really stuck out to me um, as like a, an awesome project. Um, so Shashank, uh, I, I think like, you know, you've been able to introduce like a lot of cool stuff that you've seen. And I think that like um, if people come to the event or, you know, just listen to this on this podcast, they'll be able to be introduced uh, to some of these um, projects. So um, 
Like, just Sean, like, get, let's get personal for a second. Like, where do you see yourself in the future? Like, you know, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, um, whatever I can, honestly. Um, as long as I'm in the space, um, in the heat of it, working on something exciting, um, working on something innovative, I think this space is exploding. Um, you know, I when I started the meetup uh, last year, uh, I thought we were kind of late. Uh, but then I read a, a, a blog post that said, uh, if you feel like you're late uh, to the AI game um, right now, it's like saying you're late to the internet in 2000. Um, so I think there's plenty of opportunity. Um, I'm not quite sure what's in store for me, uh, but I'm excited. Um, I'm trying to learn as much as I can. I'm trying to follow um, all these companies and see what they're doing, see what's new, see where I can fit in with my skill set, and uh, you know, um, hope for the best. Okay, makes sense. Uh, well, you know, I, I don't know if uh, 2000 was necessarily the best year to get into the internet because. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, so, so, some early year then. Okay, well, let's say like '95. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think like just a year later, the whole thing came crashing down, like massive layoffs at AOL. Uh, but you know, the the good um, uh, companies still remain after their values dropped, like. 95 percent or something like I, that i might have picked the wrong year but like you, you, you get the general idea <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> definitely get the the general idea okay uh cool so um is there anything else that you want to bring up for this episode um come to the generative ai meetup in sunnyvale palo alto santa clara or wherever else we have it um or honestly just go to any meetup um, it's cool to meet people in person. You, uh, this, is, this is just like the tip of the iceberg that we talked about. Um, we've met tons and tons of interesting people that um, is, is just very different from um, watching a talk online. You kind of uh, get a feel for how they approach this field on a personal level and how you can get involved yourself. Um, so get involved, um, be part of the community, and... Um, help it grow because uh, it takes a lot of effort. Uh, it takes a lot of commitment. Um, a lot of people exploring ideas that will probably fail, but eventually something might stick. Yeah, I like that. I just want everybody to know that just like remember, like the future, the future is up to us, right? Because like we, we are building it, right? So it's like, you know, there's like a million ways that like uh, the future uh, can come to be and uh, if we have people who are passionate about the space um, like love building love tinkering like we can make the future that like we want right and um, I think that um, you know groups like this and uh, other things are, are really important for just determining uh, like how we can create like a future that we want to live in uh, and I think that's like super important so uh, yeah I think We'll sign off for today. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, hopefully you got some value out of it. And I hope to see you next time 
on the number one generative AI meetup podcast in the world. Thanks, all. Thanks.